0: We really don't know what's going on, like you say. But don't you think by putting more wood on the fire, don't you think this is going to hurt recruiting a little bit if these kids start believing this? I don't know. Then I think you should keep your mouth shut about it, unless you know it's true. No, That's, that's your opinion. Hey.
1: Ronnie Green anything? radio show. That's what I want. I want Ronnie Green to take calls, and, and that's his answer to every call. Let's go to Bill in Lexington. Whatever Bill has to say, it's just,
0: I don't know. <laughs> Is there anything better than a cold open that's a whole conversation? Like, yeah, it makes sense. It yeah, makes sense. <laughs> Gary, we had Gary Hurt recruit, and yeah. that's essentially the, the Genesis. The Sega Genesis, Phil Collins. Yes. What do you want to do? What do you, I mean, oh, we got oh, options with Genesis, multiple that's options. Fine. I'm good with that. Um, right. Of of when Gary called up and asked, "Don't you think this is going to hurt recruiting?" You heard a little more context. We'll get into more of that context later on in a different episode. But and then uh, you had, "Don't you think this is going to hurt recruiting?" And then you had, of course, Ronnie Green, really giving the most honest answer that he gave throughout um, <laughs> his entire interview. Kale and a couple weeks ago. I don't know. And. and According to uh, those who engage with us on, on Twitter, they're, people are having a difficult time yeah. keeping it together, listening to Ronnie Green. And that's what you want out of your chancellor is a guy who makes you laugh. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. It's just too good. It is, uh, it's too good. Only you, and, and you only, could turn a serious conversation – about a serious topic with the Chancellor of a major university and turn it into one big joke that's just you all right like there were moments there were moments that were hitting the chickennick part of my brain and it was firing I was like oh that's kind of funny that's kind of funny that's kind of funny but I wouldn't have thought to take it to where you took it and look at where you took it I love it
0: I don't know I don't know uh, there <laughs> <laughs> Roddy Green. <laughs> Ronnie Green, we we did post a a Twitter poll on social media, otherwise known as Twitter, that asked you the very important questions. What best describes your reaction to episode 19? Your options were too much Ronnie Green, need more Ronnie Green, and the third answer was I don't know. Uh (laughs) And your winner, after uh, roughly 200 votes, your winner was? I don't know. That's what I voted for. Is it sad that I vote for all these? No. I cast it, my vote. Is know? it sad? I don't know. Um, 52% I don't know. Need more Ronnie Green was 43%, which in my mind says 95% said yes. That's it. Right. Need more- you combine two options that are pretty much saying the same thing. And then we also said there were... There were um, a a couple of uh, other uh, tweets that we would uh, certainly like to get to before we get into uh, what happened with the Big Ten on Friday. Full disclosure, uh, it is Friday when we're recording this, and it's been quite a day so far. Uh, But Phil emails in and uh, tweets in. He says, I seriously can't listen to your pod at work because I either laugh hysterically or make strange noises trying to suppress said laughter. Appreciate all the brutations, And that turned into a... A Twitter poll that said, what is more challenging to do while listening to the podcast, working out at the gym or working? Uh, working had 80% of the vote. Working out at the gym had 20%. But then someone else said, well, for me, it's driving. Like, okay, That's so we good. did a new poll. What is more challenging to do while <laughs> listening to the podcast? Work, workout, or drive? Uh, work got 60%. Drive got 25%. and uh, workout. Got 15%. Um, someone uh, tweeted in who, from the account Black Shirts. Nice. It had nothing to do with that. Black Shirts. Yellow
1: Shirts. Whatever
0: the Twitter handle was. Had nothing to do with I had black shirts or yellow shirts or white shirts or whatever the hell it is. There's a guy who loved the Black Shirts He
1: loved it so um,
0: Black Shirts <laughs> <laughs> tweeted out, working out, but driving gets tough when I'm crying. And then um, someone else, uh, Mary Little, tweeted, how about function? Yeah, it's tough to function. Function?
1: Yeah, that just sums it all up, you know? I mean, we're going to get to the point where it's like you, a cop pulls you over, and it's, you know, they try and spot an empty container, but instead, they're not going to look at that. They're going to look at your little dashboard, and they're going to see the nick pot and be like, you know you're not supposed to be doing that. You're not supposed to be listening to nick and drive at the same time. It's very dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. Now,
0: should you be... Listening to this pod, dirt, while you're driving? I don't know. Um, Steve Jr. tweets, I deliver mail. You know how odd it looks to my customers when I'm delivering, when I'm just laughing out loud, crying while <laughs> delivering? They're all like, whoa. I thought, whoa. Uh, Juice tweets, productivity was shot dead. You guys are doing a great service to my morale and killing my Monday workload. Thank you. Please don't stop. Nice. Uh, Elizabeth tweets, to be honest, the hardest thing to do while listening is driving. Really? Mike tweets on this morning's run. I almost passed out because I was laughing and breathing hard at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine you're on the treadmill or something? You're only doing it at like 2.0 on street of the seven. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna listen to Chicken Nick. Nah, it's, it's, it's gonna be tamper it tamper it
1: down. Going to laugh during this whole session.
0: Greg tweeted a picture of him l- mowing the lawn, and there's really wavy lines. Yeah, he, he said, did. Can't keep my lines straight when I'm listening to the pod. <laughs> Rob tweets, "I just laugh out loud like a weirdo as I jog down the trail." Uh, black shirts tweets again, and uh, I, I assume it's uh, Black shirts. Could be different. Had nothing to do with my black shirts or yellow shirts or white shirts or whatever the
2: hell. It is. Right. I call
1: a quick timeout. Is his Twitter handle just straight up at Black shirts? Because boy, it's, it,
0: that's a uh, that'd have been a coveted handle. It's not, but it's close. It's at Blackshirt seventy <laughs> underscore seventy one. I guarantee you there's a guy with a Twitter handle, Blackshirt9495-97. Oh, I mean, that guy could sell his Twitter handle for some serious change at Runza on game day. Let's be honest. At Runza underscore game day. <laughs> uh, so he tweets, I mow a golf course all day. So I said working out of the gym because I laugh my ears off listening to the pot at work. Can we do a drop off show and you guys let us download them like we used to? I have a lot of them for ringtones and alerts, but I now know I need a few more. Yeah. Hashtag big giant wreck. Big giant wreck. Uh, Amy tweets The impossibility of listening at work is why I missed so much of the original show. And then one of the best things about this poll was that Scott Baugh. Yeah,
1: it's the cousin.
0: It's your buddy Scott yeah. Baugh, who's I love his avatar is a picture of Scott Frost. Yeah. <laughs> you know where his allegiances lie. <laughs> he tweets like we believe. Nineteen percent of listeners have a gym membership. <laughs> well played, Scott.
1: Well, well done. played, my
0: friend. Well done. Uh, we will have a uh, announcement about this, uh, about the show, and something having to do with the show. And no, it's not about. It's turning into a radio show. <laughs> don't want to I just that. had it's... chill.
1: I had PTSD from like 2012, though, because the amount of times you're like, we will have an announcement about the show. It felt like we were going to announce the show is going away, and then we'd be like,
0: ah, now we're going to do it another month, and then we'd announce it again. So you got to be careful here. you got to be careful well, I, with these announcements. I will tweet this weekend that there is an announcement coming about the show and just let people freak out it's that it's coming to mean. an end or it's mean that it's going to uh, once a month instead of once a week. <laughs> once a year. You wouldn't believe it. We're our own bosses with this pod, but management is still cutting us. <laughs> uh, but we will have an announcement. Stay tuned, and it's something that if you want to be a part of this uh, Shikandic <laughs> community, uh, there's a way to. Uh, I like to it. do that, and we'll let you know about that later on. Here, what else you got for me, Josh? Pe- Josh Peterson, great Shouts Twitter, uh, great host great of sportsman Iconic, tweeted at the show. I know it ended up turning into a laugh fest, but the Ronnie Green stuff you played this week seems to have been very important.
1: He, and I mean, who's there, laughing now? Right? Seriously. Ronnie. Who, Ronnie who brought is it.
0: laughing now? Because when we did the whole uh, bit about, you know, now, you know, what happens now, now. if... We're not going to have in the fall. No way. But now...
3: I don't think so. You know, I think we're at...
0: no now, now. And... <laughs> Ronnie Green cut himself off, went on a giant detour about this huge hypothetical that could happen, and if you listen to it now, if you listen to it now, now, now,
3: no, no, no,
0: listen to it, and then you start to understand maybe why there is some push to get this season off the Can ground in November this? again. This is this is what happened. I don't
3: think so. <sighs> you know, I think we're at now, now. Now let me let me just play a little hypothetical here okay. for you. Okay. So and I'm I I've thought about this a lot. Ooh, right so there. we go down the road, and the ACC and the Big Twelve and the SEC move forward, and they are successful in doing that. Mm-hmm. Let's let's make that a hypothesis. I think there's a lot of question out there as mm-hmm. to how that will play out. Nice. But but. Let's say they're into early October and they're successful and things are going well and schools are in session. We've been successful you know, with our return this uh, to our academic semester. Uh, might that topic be revisited? I don't know. <laughs> oh. You do know, Roddy. You do know. You're a liar and you know.
0: Don't give me that I don't know stuff. You know that's, no, that's what, what would said. happen.
1: I what mean, seriously. A- I don't know.
0: <laughs> By the way, can I just say one uh, quick thing? There is my new favorite part of that. (laughs) What do you got?
3: I thought about this a (laughs) lot.
0: That's what you could say before proposing to your girlfriend or something. Now, uh, I'm going to, I just want to say as I get out this ring.
3: I thought about this a lot.
1: Hi, welcome to Runza. We
3: I to take your order, please. I thought about this a lot. <laughs> like, just
1: order, a lot bro. Of
0: cheese Runza.
1: The part. Can you find the part where he so, says, "And they are successful in doing so." The way the the ride, the ride that that little sense takes you on makes me feel good inside.
0: All right. Let me see here. Um, hold on. I just don't want to leave what that other one. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you. All right. Thanks for shopping at v Will that be paper or plastic?
3: I thought about this a lot. <laughs>
1: Hi, welcome to Applebee's. Would you like a table or a booth?
3: I've thought about this a lot.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) All right. Let me see if I can find out what you're saying here.
3: Into early October and they're successful and things are going well and schools are in session. We've been successful. You know, with our return this uh, to our academic semester, uh, might that topic be revisited?
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know, what about someone who... <laughs> I
1: can't believe we're just going right back to it. This is great. <laughs> Sorry. Our whole up. podcast should be centered around... The, you know, people do like, this is a podcast about the Rolling Stones single... Start me up. And it's just all about that. This is a podcast that is solely about Ronnie Green's hypothetical to Jack Mitchell.
0: We're just going to squeeze everything out of that thing, Doug. It's really the only way to go about doing this. What about someone who had thought about it a lot, but was still indecisive? Like, when are you finally going to get married?
3: I thought about this a lot. I don't know. (laughs) I thought about this a lot. I don't know.
1: What I love is that he's thought about it a lot, but he just he can't come to an answer
0: though, you know? I mean, cuz he right. there's I some,
1: don't know. there's some definitive thought that was put into uh, that. Uh,
0: Ronnie. Now, now let's get back to <sighs> what we now, were now. talking about we're, here. No, no, no. Let's get back to what we were talking about. So, anyway, you heard Ronnie Green there talking about hey, might we revisit it and then the story comes out on Friday. Uh, late Thursday night, actually. Uh, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, Jeff Petraik has had it, and then you had other national outlets trying to pick up on it and then sourcing their materials saying, hey, maybe it'll be Thanksgiving as early as Thanksgiving weekend. And then you had uh, Athletic Director Gene Smith on Friday as well, confirming to Bruce Feldman that Thanksgiving is being discussed. That is an option. That's being, and I, my favorite part of it was your I was waiting for you. Like as I was doing Big 10 radio at the time, yeah. we finally went live for 3 hours for the first time last week and it was it was great because we actually had stuff to talk about. And stuff's breaking during the show and all those tweets were coming out over the 3 hours of the show and I was looking on Twitter I'm like, "Okay, where's Nick in this? Like where's where's Nick in this?" And then the first thing it's almost like you woke out of a long nap <laughs> or you were with You were with Mac Mac and
1: Maeve. changing a diaper.
0: And then you tweeted, (laughs) you retweeted Nicole Auerbach and her kind of one of her takes and stories on it with a gif of Jim Halpert saying, And what is going on? (laughs) I didn't even know. I I went to type something. See, the
1: the beauty of the gif, or the gif, whatever it is, is sometimes it truthfully... It captures what your what you want to say better than you could put it into words. And I was trying to type something. I was like, you know what? Let's just go to Jim from the office. He can explain this
0: better than I can right now. It's it's probably the best probably the best you could have done. What is going on. And where is Andy? And what is going on? <laughs> That's it. I mean so, chick. Where do you want to start? Well, look. By the time this airs, maybe they will have announced that. Yep, guess what? Uh, we're kicking it off uh, September instead. Is that cool? Yep, we're good. All right, by the fine. time this airs, it's going to be seven nothing Ohio
1: State on top of Indiana. At this point, that, I wouldn't. At this point, that's totally possible. By the time we drop the pod, Justin Fields Did has you,
0: thrown a touchdown er, on the first drive of the season. Can you imagine? By the time this drops on Monday, people are tweeting us. Gosh, this guy's. This thing is so dated. Nebraska's three and zero. They played later that Friday, man. Come on, get with it.
1: <laughs> I mean, gosh. I'm nervous, so- though. I mean, it's 2 o'clock on a Friday, and I'm nervous. 2 o'clock Central Time. By the time we've done recording this, who the heck knows what's going to be out there in the news cycle?
0: It's unbelievable what has happened. But is it unbelievable at this point? You know, you release the – you you say we're going conference only, then you release the schedule, then you cancel the whole thing, say you're postponed. You've got letters from parents. You've got a lawsuit from Nebraska players. You've got Freedom of Information Act stuff being filed. You've got – You've got a Joe Biden ad about the yeah. stadiums being shut down yeah. and blaming Trump. Wherever you side on that, fine. But the point being, it's becoming so toxic politically about this. Oh, was this just cover for it? Did they want to do this so they could get a change in leadership? All of those things. And then you go, you know what? Maybe the easiest thing to do if I'm a president, let's just play football.
1: <laughs> I like, mean, seriously, though, it. Because there was this expectation, I mean, even a couple weeks ago, I think we felt like this story, there was this expectation that this story was going to go away. After, basically, by the time we released the pod, after they announced the season was canceled, after August 11th, you thought this story was going to go away, but we're finding out the story's not only not going away, it's maybe even heating up more and more by the week, and I was thinking, okay, what would make this story go away, and... I think there are a couple of things. Number one, when there's transparency as to exactly what happened, you know that's obviously what these lawsuits are, are trying to get to the bottom of is is what what exactly went into this decision. And then two, when there's a new plan in place for whatever you're trying to do with your season, until those two things come out, there's going to continue to be crazy things happen each week. And I just, I think. Th- I think uh, I, I was listening to Dirk. He was he was talking to Gary Sharp, and he's, he he remember when Gary said it to Dirk. I think sometimes you gotta say say this out loud. The Big Ten Conference is being sued by its players. That is what's happening. And when you get to, when you head down a path of where you're losing tr- the trust from your players and the parents of your players, your conference is in big big trouble. And so I, I just. It's crazy how each week, each day, this story's not not subsiding. If anything, it's ramping up. And I think until it, wait till games start get started. Wait till like the Big Twelve starts to play. It's it's gonna ramp up even more.
0: Hey, thank you, Dirk, for uh, chiming in here. <laughs> that's, sorry, that's the only quick Dirk Chatlin soundbite I could find. It was interesting listening to Gary Barda last week. The Iowa athletic director, who, yes, is still. <laughs> I was going to say, you li- you listen to that Fran McCaffrey introductory press conference, doc. You know what the worst part about even mentioning that name is that then I have to go and we have to go listen. Like, I, why does that have to happen? I'm just trying to. <sighs> You're just trying to keep it serious right now, but just get it out of the way. Let's just
1: check in on Gary Barta announcing Fran McCaffrey. As,
0: uh, <sighs> All right, goes. fine. Let's, uh, be, be, while, I get, while I try to regather my thoughts here, let's listen here. Uh, to what might be happening with uh, Gary Barta. Let's see if he's still introducing Fran McCaffrey. About him. And my yeah. honest answer is I didn't know a lot about Fran uh, okay. when this process started. <laughs> right. I knew of him. Okay. I knew right. of I Sienna. Mean, okay. And okay. the things
1: All that had right. happened in <laughs> <Football> the last <laughs> s- <laughs> several years. Football season's canceled. I started canceled, to though. talk to basketball people over in the country. <laughs> <This laughs> country Luke and is coming back, okay? Just about about it. get it together. Uh, yeah.
0: This <laughs> introductory news conference to Fran McCaffrey is going on 10 years? It's a decade. It's a smooth decade. Let's see. Maybe he'll wrap up during the show. You looking think looking he... into it and seeing what yeah. Sienna had no. done oh, okay. when he took there. over. At Sienna. Sienna. Um, Shut up. So Sienna this is one of the basketball. dumbest things we've ever done. So, but Gary Barter was asked about the other leagues f- playing and finishing, and he really took it to it to the level of putting himself there. And his comment was something to the effect of, "Like, obviously, if we're watching them, that would be kind of a punch to the gut. Put yourself there, right? Like, put yourself." Watching these teams, and it's easy, it's easier maybe in mid August going, Well, we'll be over it by then, and or it'll be whatever. As you're watching these teams kick off, like this past weekend, you had week zero. You probably you probably were were crying about Austin P in central Arkansas. Just imagine how it'll be when you're watching South Carolina, Missouri, or whoever's kicking off in that first weekend when you're reading reports about them doing twenty percent seating, twenty-five percent seating, and you are doing zero percent games. <laughs> well that to even take it a step, it's not even just about watching college football.
1: I'm sitting on Twitter and I'm seeing highlights of of Millard West playing football and Creighton Prep playing football and Elkhorn South playing football. And I've never felt more – like, on one hand, I was like, it was great to see football, and you're so happy for the, the high school kids that are are able to play, but then there's that other part of your heart and your head that are just – don't know what to do with the visual of – making sense of the fact that you're not going to see Nebraska football. Like that is so it's it's one thing it's one thing that it's it's hard enough to watch Creighton prep play football. Imagine how hard it's going to be when you are watching Oklahoma play football and you're watching LSU play football. Like it's going to be you better start getting mentally prepared for that and that and again I think the biggest thing I think Kevin Warren and all these Big Ten presidents are praying that those leagues don't even get off the ground. I think in some ways they're sitting and they're barricading the doors, and before they come forward with really a plan for the winter or transparency as to what happened with canceling, I think they're saying let's just hold out and hope that these other leagues don't get off the ground because then that kind of, quote-unquote, lets them off the hook for a lot of that stuff.
0: I think the silence early on after they postponed the season might have been the anticipation of others following their lead. You read Mm -hmm. stories about, well, Notre Dame and Clemson, they pushed forward. Had they not, then the ACC would have backed out, and then the whole thing would have crumbled. And so you've had nothing but real, truly nothing but silence about this stuff outside of a few interviews. uh, Nothing on camera, nothing involving the voice, all the written word, and and some letters, uh, a letter that was written from Kevin Warren. And so... You know, I went through on on the Big Ten channel on Friday, I went through the open letter from Kevin Warren and just went down the concerns just to think, okay, by the end of end of November, where are we gonna be in terms of questions that have been answered? Talks about transmission rates, which, you know, I guess we'll find out when we're there. That could change. That could change. Yeah, it could change. I mean it's it's it was huge in the South much more so than in the Midwest, yet they were still going and the Big Ten was not. So you go, okay, where where are we at here? But then it talks about how contact tracing, that obstacle still exists. So that's part of it. And with full contact practices, it's not conducive. And then the other part of it was there is simply too much we do do not know about the virus, recovery from infection, and longer-term effects While the data on cardiomyopathy is preliminary and incomplete, the uncertain risk was unacceptable at this time. So you you have that. You have the uncertain long-term effects thing, which they really hung their hat on this. Very much so.
1: I feel like that was their biggest thing was it's just too much unknown. I would say if, if someone said, what was the number one thing, that's what I would say, but continue.
0: No, and we had that. Last week, it was in our open. Yes, up, about the uncertainty, and I, I went back, and Kevin Warren said the word uncertainty a dozen times during that interview, interview. with Dave yeah. Repson when they first canceled it. And so you just get a sense of the
1: uncertain nature, the state of uncertainty. There's there's too much uncertainty. We have a lot of uncertainty going on now. There is so much uncertainty, but it's it's an uncertain time.
0: The uncertainty. There's so much uncertainty. It's an uncertain time. You have that, so that's not going to change. You know, the long-term effect stuff is not – you're not really going to know anything. Three months does not a long-term effect uh, make. Um, So you have that aspect of it. So I don't know exactly what's going to be answered, but I think what you will know is this. You'll know if it's possible. Yep. Because what the Big Ten decided not to do is they didn't allow it to fail. They didn't even give it a shot. Didn't even try. Didn't try. Didn't allow it to be unsuccessful. So – I made this analogy on, on Friday. I keep referencing the Big Ten channel. Please listen. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> this analogy, I remember when my sister was learning how to drive and my late grandfather was in the car and our other family as well, but he was in the back seat. And he gave this advice when she was, you know, you're you're at a four-way stop or one where you have to stop and the cross street is going, mm-hmm. right? And... Someone wants to turn left. They're next to you. You're to the right of this person. They want to turn left, so it's two, two cars next to each other. You're in the one on the right. And you, are, you can't see the oncoming traffic because that car to the left is blocking. So when you can't see and that car has to turn left, my grandfather said, hey, let that car run the interference and then go. Run the interference. If you're going straight or going right, whatever, let the car run the interference. Meaning, if that car, if there's oncoming traffic, let that car take that collision. Yeah, right. Yeah, let that car take that collision. It'll block you. It'll run the interference, and then you'll be good to go. To me, if you are going to start in November, what you are essentially saying is we are going to allow the Big Twelve, the SEC, and the ACC to run the interference on this to see how it goes, to see if there's any damage, to see if see how it all works. Because the bottom line is, if they're successful this season, you're going to play in January. You have to play. You have to. The pressure's on to play. So let's assume we get to October and everything's looking good. We get to the beginning of November and everything's looking good. If you're going to play in January, why not move it up? Let's just all talk about the fact that this is about uncertainty. If they, if those other three leagues can answer those questions and run that interference for you, let's get out on the field and let's give it a shot, and there you have the end of November puzzle.
1: And, and I agree with you, but I could, even, I could even keep going backwards in the calendar to that. To a certain extent, if you're going to start in – because I'm with you. It's like, well, if, 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 if instead of doing January 1, let's start in Thanksgiving. I, you could take it a step further and go, well, if, if, if we're already heading that way – Let's let's keep going that way. I think the sooner you can get this thing going and let if you want to, you know, to use your late grandfather's analogy, you want to let this the other leagues run interference and 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 see what happens. But the second you see that it's clear, what do you do when you're in that car? You go right the second you. Right. And so I think that's the thing that I'm struggling with right now. And I don't know if, you know, it makes me think of the the saying pride comes before the fall. And I don't know if there's too much pride to open that door of, of what we're kind of talking about. Because to me, if uh, – first of all, it never winter football never kind of made – January 1 never made sense to me from the standpoint of all the things we pointed out. To me, if you're going to play on January 1, you might as well play on October 1 in some ways. But if th- – that's the thing that that's, that's tough for me is if you're going down that path of saying, okay, well, let's play on, on Thanksgiving – to me, I think you need to maybe – you need to go – it's hard to go halfway down that path. You know what I mean? Like, I don't – a part of me is – there's a part of me that goes, I don't know what's what's all that different about playing on November 26th as opposed to January 1st, except for – this is one thing, and maybe you've heard this. In this – and granted, it's only been, like, source tweets at this point on, hey, they're, they're thinking about doing this.
0: When they talk about playing in – Starting Thanksgiving, are they going to play on campus? That would be my that would be my guess. But but to but but to further your because that makes sense. It yeah the, to further your thought was that uh, when this first started Friday morning and all this stuff was talking about, I was like, well, if you're going to do end in November, why not the end of September? Why not the end of October? And I thought about that, but the reason that you would do Thanksgiving is because people are going home. That, yes,
1: and so that's my point. If they're if they're if they yeah.
0: want to, because you get a de facto
1: bubble where all the students are off the campus it's only the football players everything there are I mean let's be honest there there are elements about that that are more that are easier to to logistically pull off so I can I I guess I can wrap my mind around that I but I just feel like to go back to something that he was talking you know Kevin was talking about the unknown the unknown the unknown when you go down that path and you play the card of the unknown that's a that's a That's a tricky slope to go down because, in some ways, the only way to get off that path is a vaccine, and so I just think you got to be careful about painting yourself into a corner right now with some of the reasons you are saying you're going to do something or not going to do something, because then, because you you might find yourself in a situation
0: that's hard to get out of from from justifying it. And you get yourself in a situation where people demand answers. And there might be some people who don't want their emails shown or don't want that information shown. Because if something, if there were a smoking gun. As to some political pressure that was put on somebody to make sure it's shut down so that someone else doesn't look good or it hurts someone else's chances of getting reelected, no matter where you come out on this, this can be – look, everything has been weaponized, right? Everything is used. COVID is weaponized closing restaurants. Masks, absolutely. Masks are weaponized. Why wouldn't the big business of college football be weaponized as well? So I would never put it past such a divided country that we have for one side to use it against the other to make sure that you get your way. I'm not saying that that happened here. What I'm saying is you better hope nothing like that happened. Oh, I totally agree. Stuff is going to come out. Information is going to come out. And as bad as this has gotten, it would get infinitely worse if something like that were to have been found out. And that's why people want transparency because the less information you give, the more people will fill in the gaps themselves.
1: Totally agree. And and you know we got to be careful about going down this path too much. But I I, I yeah. you know I, I I think one thing that's been proven and you know it's all of our faults. I think it's it's you know po- politicians, our entire governmental system, citizens. We've entered into a world where everything can be used as a political, uh, a political pawn, a political chess piece to further th- their ideas and systems and whatever, however, agenda. they yeah. agenda. You know that that is that has been proven to be the case in some ways. Winning the game, I put winning the game of politics in air quotes, sometimes is more important than anything else. Like that is above anything else, and. That, that's just how it. because the thing that I can't get past, Chick. the thing that I just cannot get past is if, if this decision was truthfully made all in the name of, of safety and science and medical advice and medical guidance, it stands to reason, and it seems like it would be pretty easy – for the big 10 to trot out hey this is doctor so and so he's been consulting us throughout this entire process he can better answer all of your questions as to why we are not going to play that hasn't happened and that's where th- that is something i can't quite get past i'm not denying the 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 risks of this or the science in this but what is it? Like, I think, I think we all deserve to know that. Like, if, if they know something that we don't, well, you should tell us, right? And th- that's, that's, and again, like you said, when, when you leave that vacuum or void of information, you, you leave it up for interpretation to people fill in that gap in whatever ways that they are going to fill it. And I, I just, that's something that I have a hard time with trying to figure out why that hasn't happened.
0: And think about the news that came out that was kind of under the radar last week, uh, which I found and saved the uh, the website where the Big Twelve was. This was after the Big Ten uh, decided to postpone their season. It says the day after, I'm reading this from, I think it's called Out of Bounds, which this guy had uh, Andy Witchery had the the Ted Carter email as well from uh, Nebraska to uh, Kevin Warren. But it says in an email obtained by Out of Bounds that was sent on the morning of Wednesday, October uh, August 12th. October 12th? August,
1: August 12th. 12th. October
0: 4th. September, uh, September 4th. 4th. Uh, the day after the Big Ten postponed fall sports and the Pac-12 postponed all sports. And this is the day after you had the athletic director of Oklahoma State writing to Gordon G of... West Virginia, the president of West Virginia, is saying, without you and Dr. Ackerman, the Big 12 would not be playing football or any sports this year. And so it writes that on the morning of August 11th, Ackerman, who is a doctor, wrote on Twitter, wrote on Twitter, he said that if medical experts for the Big Ten and Pac-12 used and cited a cardiology study as a compelling reason to not play football, he, he wrote the data does not support this at all. So that tweet came out and then the Big 12's uh, commissioner's office reached out to that doctor and had him share his perspective with the group. Okay? Yep. So this comes in light of that email exchange that you saw from I believe it was uh, this the same guy who has all this information from probably a FOIA says that there was an email from someone involving Nebraska to somebody else, and the and the headline was Biggest Trouble, the Heart. And it was uh, yeah. an SI.com story. Yep. Right? yep. And that yep. was and that was sent along. So so it it leads you to believe, and and Ackerman was asked, the doctor was asked, hey, did they seek you out because you supported their stance? And he essentially said that yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> that's essentially what he did. He said, I brought maybe a different lens, I brought this, I brought that. But he said it was a 60 to 90-minute conversation with him on a Zoom, and there was dialogue, and there were other people who didn't uh, agree with him, but there were, he, he talked about this perspective. And so then that leads you to that conversation of, after it was canceled, it was an uh, uh, email from the Oklahoma State AD essentially saying if it wasn't for you Gordon G and mm-hmm. and this doctor we would not be playing any sports and so that tells you just how how this can move and if you have a commissioner that might be leaning one way Maybe seeking out information that allows you, like at, at SI.com, the heart. That's a problem. Okay, let's bring in that story. Let's send this along. Not right. to strike fear, but just to kind of move this along sure. a little bit. And you combine that with working in the silos, like Sam McEwen, Sam McEwen wrote a Kewen's great story, story about it. Yeah, with, hey, it's the ADs here, it's the coaches here, and it's the presence over here. And you have what essentially amounted to Kevin Warren working as Rob Manfred going between the owners and yes. the players never in the same room, that's how that stuff happens. Are we really basing decisions off stories in SI.com or a doctor who you agree with so you bring him in? That's why these parents want to know. What are the hard facts? Don't give me opinions. Give me the facts.
1: And, that, and that's the thing. I've heard some people kind of, you know, there's there's sometimes a sentiment you see on Twitter when you see the lawsuits from the parents or the players. People roll their eyes. and like, go, Oh, I'll give it up, all this stuff. Well, I mean... I, no I mean I, I think what's what is wrong with trying to seek transparency and information about how a, a group of people arrived at a decision that that impacts millions of people and billions of dollars and most importantly within those millions of people, your child like I, I don't think there's there's anything wrong with with what they are doing, and in fact, I think you could you could say that the pressure that these lawsuits and uh, that these lawsuits are putting on the Big Ten is why the story's kind of continuing to go. Like if everyone just because because let's be honest, you know what the Big Ten hoped would happen was everybody would just sh- would just take it and shut up. The Big Ten was hoping that they could say football's canceled, no questions and everybody would go oh okay and that hasn't happened and to that I say sometimes pressing people and putting pressure on people is a good thing do you think do you think this you know because the other thing that happened over the course of last week was there was uh the unveiling of a new rapid test I think Abbott uh the company Abbott is unveiling yeah, yeah. a rapid test five bucks, butter, a, five test. bucks yeah. a test and can be done without being sent to a lab, can get you results in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I think th- things like that are game changers. And to me, if I wonder if the Big Ten could, could just lean hard into that and just kind of say if they were going to change their course in some way, shape, or form. Because I think – I think one of the things that Kevin Warren said, the one thing you give him credit for is even on the schedule unveiling to Dave Revson, he was like, that. this is as of today. This can change. This can change. You know, he kind of always – he always kind of left that door open. This can change. Every
0: statement, yeah. Every,
1: every statement th- was like, as of right now, things can change. Well, why can't that go the other way too? Why can't things change for playing, you know? Like, to me, a, a $5 rapid test – that gets you results in 15 minutes, significant. I just wonder if that – is that enough also in light of the parents' lawsuits, the players' lawsuits, protecting not unveiling what maybe was some incriminating emails as to what the process was really like. You wonder if enough of that is there for for the Big Ten to go, uh, hey,
0: we because of all those things, we've changed. Is that enough, Ronnie Green? I don't know. I don't know. That's a, great, that's a great point. It is interesting that they always left the door open to cancel the season. They have never left the door open to revisit playing the
1: season. See, and I don't understand that. And that, that yeah. is so, – you just phrased it better than I did in a nonsense 90-second thing. That, that's just it. That's perfectly stated. How come – because I think, I think that's something that's true for all things in life. Like, right. when I arrive with new information, I can arrive at a new opinion or thought, right? Like, that that makes sense. Why, why does that only go one direction? Right. That, that is
0: – and always left the door open. Yeah, borrowing – you didn't say barring any unforeseen medical breakthrough. It was just, we're done, and then the letter last week was, we ain't revisiting it. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. On such a quick-changing virus or something that we're learning about every day, something's new, why wouldn't you leave the door open? Now, is that because you just don't want to give people false hope? Then why the heck are we talking about November? Why is this stuff leaking out? You're just dragging people along with this. And that's why when you slam the door, when you never said we're definitely playing, but then when you canceled, you said, we're definitely not playing. That's when people go, now, wait a second here. Why do you say that? Yeah, exactly. Why, the, where's, where's your information? It's why you're smarter
1: than me and why you're better than me. <laughs> why
0: you are a better person than me? That is
1: perfect. That's, just, that, that's the thing that has been hard about this to me, is there's so many things that just don't sit right. And that's one of them. Like, it was always – because the one thing I always gave Kevin Warren credit is he always did have that out. Throughout everything, every, when they announced going conference only, if we play, you know, there they're always that door. From every checkpoint, he always left that door open to not play. But when it came to, to slamming the door on playing, he slammed that thing and
0: shut it and threw away the key. And then the New York Times, Bob Bowlsby had said, talking about uh, the information that the league owes people for why they are playing, uh, the New York Times writes, meanwhile, Bob Bowlsby, said he did not feel compelled to release the medical underpinnings for his conference's decision to continue playing, even though new infection rates remained high in the counties of half its universities. Quote, well, if we got to the point where we were going to not play, it probably requires more of an explanation. The decision to continue to move forward and stay the course, I think, is a different one. End of quote. Whoa, so if you're going to play, you don't need information that yeah. it's safe. But if you're gonna cancel, you need to explain why it was unsafe. What are you talking about? Yeah. The, the, risk, the risk increases when you play. Yes. Right? So right. both sides need both to sides make no sense. And
1: I guess yeah. I guess I, I still always go back to mid-March and I and when all this hit. And I just like. I, I never would have thought we would arrived at this point. Like whatever, wherever this this virus took us, in whether or not sports can kind of coexist within it, I, I never thought we'd live in a world where there was serious uh, gray with whether or not it can or cannot happen, or there was serious gray in justifying whether it can or cannot happen. Right? Like that, that's something because I totally agree. Because I don't want to, it's good that you brought up the Bob Bowlesby thing because we don't want to sound hypocritical because it goes both ways. You know, like you got to be able to justify whatever it is that you're doing. And to think otherwise is just
0: arrogant and wrong. And what it shows is those who are saying it's okay, most people are fine with it because in those areas, they definitely want to play. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, good, good, good. We're good. You don't need to explain it. I don't need to know how the sausage is made. I know the meal is going to be fantastic. Right. 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 And so now you've got this uh, deal with it. And then the other part of this, before we uh, leave uh, and make our announcement about some fun stuff that we're doing. If they were to somehow say, let's play in November, the pain doesn't stop. Because, yeah, we could say, okay, that might give some high-round picks more incentive to play or some low-round picks a chance to put some more on film and all of that and and play and not opt out. Maybe a Sean Wade says, you know what, I'm going to play for right. Ohio State, right. and I'm going to do that. Um, it might help mitigate the ruining or impacting 2021 the sooner you start. so You don't have to worry about 25 games in a calendar year, whatever the, the, the concern was. But it doesn't do anything to help with the fact – that you're going to be playing a regular season when there's a college football playoff going on, I, I would almost that. rather you punt on the season and then play when it's over, so that you're not just, you know, you, you're go, you're going on a on a family trip, you're caravanning together, and the two cars are next to each other, like hey, and then you have to get off to the rest stop, and you're <laughs> going to spend the night there, and they're going straight to Disney World. Think like, about what's going on here.
1: Think I want you to really try and imagine that because it's almost like. I mean, listen, I played in the NIT, but it's also like, you know when you watch the NSA tournament and then you turn on the NIT and you're like, ugh. <laughs> and listen, I love you know, I I'll take basketball That's anyway, a great shape or form. Analogy. You know, or with or the CBI or the CIT, you're kinda it just kinda feels like you guys, I mean, what what are you doing? You know, what what is this? Nick Baugh tries to bring every conversation back to basketball. That's what it'll feel like. I mean, truthfully envision, like <laughs> Clemson playing Oklahoma in the Sugar Bowl or something like that and then turning on Purdue
0: playing Northwestern in like the second game of the season. Ugh. Right, like, week five is when yeah, week five is when the uh, playoff would be and the the selections going on. Like they're not going to move all this back for you, right? No. That's why they announced when the playoff selection would be to just say, "Are you serious about this?" Because if you are, this party's going on without you. Yes. So don't expect us to move this thing. And uh, the other the other part of that is, it's like it, the irony of all of that would be the Rose Bowl is one of the semifinals. The game about that. you the tradition of the big 10 would not involve you it would be going on without you if you played it it's November. a
1: party in your house that you're not invited to somehow people are in your basement partying and you're not invited to it and I think before we before we move off this because you you brought up a thing about fall 2021 I do think there are two beyond beyond making sure you make the experience for your football players as good as possible you know what I mean ultimately that's why we're doing this right there are two huge things to balance for the Big Ten right now, and it's going to be hard to do it. Number one is you got to get some TV money. Like, I do think you got to try to play in some way, shape, or form. It is hard with all the different lack of revenue streams that have been, that are, that have been cut off. It is hard to not try to collect some of a $50 million check. So that's, that's one. And then the, number two is, and I'm glad you said it, Looming, I know it feels like it's a long ways away, but these decisions you make impact the fall of 2021. You cannot do anything that screws your chances of having somewhat of a, getting back on the normal train of college football's schedule and rhythm and heartbeat, whatever that looks. But that's hard because those two things could be at odds, Chick trying to get some TV money, but also protecting next fall. I'll be interested to see what all the, what all that looks like because you don't want to go one season without a $50 million check, but you better not do anything to F up the fall of 2021, Doug.
0: Yeah, if you're going to punt on the season, then punt on the season. Don't impact two of them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the, the whole November thing, I just can't get in my mind. One of the two best teams in the country – playing regular season games one of them in in west lafayette while the college football playoff is going on and i just it, it, it just is you you might as well play in the fcs if, yeah. if that's going on because you're just in a different league at that point yes and while while all this yeah, is going yeah, on yeah, right you, just, you are just so i don't even know what the fcs is
1: i mean the, bill moose made the jv analogy like i thought the jv played you know the the JV played before the varsity, you know, like you would kind of feel like a second rate product.
0: Like you just, you would. And and what are you playing for?
1: Yeah. That's the prize. See, and that's, what's hard. And we'll get more into this when, if it really comes out, but like, I had, I had a buddy text me this morning. He goes, he goes, are you excited for winter football? And my answer is, listen, it's better than nothing. And I've thought about this a lot.
3: I've thought about this a lot.
1: But I'm not, really, but I'm not really pumped for it. I'm not.
3: I thought about this a lot.
1: <laughs> I've thought about this a lot. I'm not that excited about winter football. I mean, seriously, <laughs> are you? You see what I'm saying? Like, it's better than nothing. I'm not going to sit here and like if Nebraska's playing Wisconsin in the in the middle of January I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna watch and not kind of be interested in it but like am I at the same time there's just gonna be that backdrop of like what what are we doing here what is it what's, what's going on uh,
0: the only way I would be excited about it is if the other three leagues pulled the plug and they were a part of it that's the only, that's yes. the only thing right? right that's the only thing right um before we get to our announcement I want to play this I know we got you got to head out here in about seven minutes so we'll put a a, a bow on this thing um People have said, you know what? This feels like the Big 12, right? The Big 10 right now feels like the Big 12, how it was when things were dissolving or are we going to keep this thing together? Yeah, Remember the Dan dysfunction. Beattie? Yeah. Yeah, it was a very easy whipping boy, and we made fun of him on our show. and And it got me to thinking about how the kind of fun that we had. And people have emailed about this very thing, and I went and dug it up. Uh, we had some fun with this. As the Big 12, it looked like was coming to an end, and the Big 10 had already uh, acquired Nebraska. Let's let's play this. This was from, uh, oh, gosh, what would it be about 10, 11 years ago? Here we go. Matt Chick,
1: Dork, Nick Baugh, Blabbering Idiot. On 1620 The Zone at 1620thezone.com.
0: Chicken Nick, sixteen twenty of the zone. Big Twelve crisis mode. August twenty second. Regents meeting. What is it's damage control? But what can you do? Well, Dan Beebe, Big Twelve commissioner, tried that with an emergency teleconference. We do have the audience with the teleconference with his coaches to try and try and just rally the troops a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Let's let's hear how that went.
2: Okay. Let me test, test, one, two. Is is everybody on the line? Yes, 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 they are. Okay. Okay, thank you to all of you football coaches for being a part of this emergency teleconference. Uh, Obviously, it's a very critical juncture here in the Big 12 Conference. Uh, There are a lot of rumors out there, and I just want to make sure we are all on the same page. Uh, What is happening right now is infuriating, inexcusable, and... Frankly surprising, and I don't want it to tear at the unity of this very strong conference. Well, let's begin this phone meeting with how we usually begin them. Uh, ready? You all know the drill. On the count of three. One, two, three, and... Kumbaya! Nilo. Kumbaya. Kumbaya nilo. Very, very good, as always. A little more energy from you next time, Turner. Uh, Let's open up the meeting with sharing some thoughts about this conference moving forward. Again, we're ten teams, but we're ten strong teams. Ten teams with competitive balance up and down. Ten teams with equal chance to succeed. Ten teams with equal voice in what's going on in the league. Right, Paul? No. Paul, we've been over this. I know you're still upset about the Longhorn Network, and now you're worried that if a and departs, it could leave your keister blowing in the wind. I've received all of your emails. You need to calm down. I just think somebody owes us an explanation. That's all. I've explained it to you countless times through vague quotes to the Dallas Morning News. Everything is fine. And stop emailing me saying this is all Mac Brown's fault, and he owes everyone an explanation as to why he chose to put the conference at risk with the Longhorn Network. That's enough. Janice, how do I mute Iowa State on the phone? It's kind of fitting, isn't it? Is Mike, is Mike Sherman on the line? Oh, he, he left already? All right, great. All right, Tommy, you have something?
1: I just don't think this conference will last long.
2: Okay, okay, Tommy, that's enough. Uh, anything else?
1: I just don't think Okay,
2: Tommy, okay. Remember positive thoughts. Remember our motto. Let's say it together. Ready? Stay positive on the outside even if you're not on the inside. Okay, right, Paul? No. All right. Let's continue.
0: All right, that was part of the big 12 emergency telecon. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. What's wrong? What's happening? There? I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it nice seeing an accident in your rearview mirror? You'd rather see it in your rearview than right in front of you. Right. I don't think that the emergency teleconference did much. <laughs> I don't think it was that far off. Turner Gill said, <laughs> and that's you. The, and that, you know it's bad then when he's cursing. Oh, it's a... It's a oh, <laughs> I, man. There is something about Paul Rhodes' no. law <laughs> that is just the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> uh, All right, so there's a it's terrific it's little Big 12 there in the rear view. You, I uh, forgot about Tommy Tuberville.
1: Oh. I just don't think this conference will last.
0: <laughs> that, that, to me, is probably one of the more underrated, underappreciated drops that we ever had. No doubt. On the show. Not only
1: because it's funny, but just, like, who said it, the position they held, when they, when they said it. It's just everything about it is incredible.
0: Tommy Tuberville made the call. It was very true, and uh, you can't uh, you can't argue. I just it. don't think this conference will last long, Oh, Tommy. It's <laughs> just so that's good. Could you imagine the head coach in a Big Ten in the Big Ten? Think saying, about this conference going last
1: long. Think about Jeff Brom being like, you know what?
0: I just don't think <laughs> this conference will last long. Like, I just don't think this conference will last long. Thank Whoa! You, uh, here's the announcement. Give it to me. For, thanks for holding on here. We are going to be. Uh, there's a way for you to wear the Chicken Nick Show. Now, yep, we have partnered with Triple B uh, Screen Printing. Oh yeah, the website bbprinting.com. He's the man.
2: They got he's great. He's awesome.
0: Yep. Uh, Josh and and the crew there just awesome. And he's wanted to do this for a while. We wanted to do it for a while. We've been on this for for, for a while. For a while now. now. And uh, he he's got it up. And so here's the deal today. This is coming out on Monday, so those who listen to the podcast have the opportunity first. This is your little reward. Thanks for being with us. Uh, if you go to bbbprinting.com backslash Schick and Nick, noon central time today, that website is going to have a handful of shirts that you can purchase that have things on them. Nick, you have not seen these yet? no. He- I have these. Here is the first one here. Oh, we got it. So we got some humping the cotton
1: candy. It was all over the. Park. Okay. <laughs> that's,
0: that's That ought to get one. some weird
1: looks from people. But we need to give a shout out and a high five to the guys that were humping the cotton candy. Didn't have to wait in line. They were there. It was all over the park. Number two. We, of course, have howdairy.com. You need to log on. <laughs> dot <laughs> Howdairy.com. HowDairy.com. You need to log on to howdaree. Uh, number three is my favorite. You can't beat fun. I mean, okay, that's the sh- that's okay. the that's the motto. Here you go. Uh, see, this was this is the best. I ate the pizza all by myself. <laughs> Nobody else eat the pizza.
3: I ate the pizza all by myself. Nobody else eats it. eat the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> ah!
0: There's the, there's that one. And then finally, this might be the top seller because. <laughs>
1: It simply says, I'm not happy, 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 about that.
0: I'm not happy, 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 happy about that. So head to bbbprinting.com backslash Chicken and Nick today, noon central. It's up. Shirts, I'm going to tell you, sometimes shirts can be 25, 30, 35 bucks, depending on, oh, look at this, these guys trying to, look, we just wanted to find a way to make this as inexpensive as possible. Yep. 20 bucks a shirt. Oh, see that's a heck of a deal 20 bucks
1: shirt It's a great deal I need—I um, was thinking the other day I need some new shirts I gotta, I'm gonna get all those shirts I'm gonna get them all I want the pizza what, one really bad What color are they What color do you think they'll be I know there's someone That doesn't care
0: had nothing to do with I had black shirts or yellow shirts or white shirts or whatever the hell it is. He won't uh, be logging on to BB Printing
1: backslash Chicken Nick. i got to assume he, Bo Pelini's not going to do
0: it. He will not. So if you go to BBBPrinting.com, even just find the, the store, find the website, go on the left-hand side. There's a Chicken Nick tab there, there as go. well. Oh, so uh, thanks to Josh there, and uh, we hope to clothe uh, a lot of Nebraskans <laughs> yeah. with this. You will no doubt get either nods of approval from fellow listeners or glares of confusion either way what a wins. way to live <laughs> um, it's on a shirt but the podcast is over both are true i'm not happy about that
2: yeah. 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 Yeah.